Welcome to the Light Bears Institute podcast, where we seek to improve biblical literacy by discussing key storylines and themes in Scripture. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the Light Bears podcast. This is Andrew Brill with Light Bears, and we have been walking through the New Testament over the past few weeks. Uh, but we're going to take a we're going to take a pause today because we are going to profile one of our campuses. We have Turner Sanderson, who is part of our Light Bears. Starkville staff, and Starkville is where Mississippi State University is, and, and Light Bears launched there in the fall of 2016. And so, Turner's here with us. Good to have you here, Turner. Yep, glad to be here. Excited. So, what we're going to do is, uh, I got some questions for Turner, and just just to let you all know, kind of how how a launch happens, what Light Bears is doing in in Mississippi as uh, or as our newer one of our newer campuses. So. Uh, Turner, let's, let's just let you introduce yourself just a little bit. Give me, give me a little background on yourself. Yeah, sounds good. I am, you know, born and raised Northeast Mississippi. Uh, my hometown is probably an hour and a half from Starkville. Um, I, what's the name of the hometown? Give me that. Give me the hometown name. Yeah. So Smithville is the hometown. Yeah. About an hour and a half from Starkville. How many people live in Smithville? Uh, 800, 900. It's pretty pretty small. How many stops? It's like a Mayberry town. Uh, no. Red, red lights. Uh, there's only a few stop signs. It's a small little Mayberry town. Um, I went to high school there in Smithville. Went to community college at ICC at Walmart Community College, uh, and then I transferred to Mississippi State, which is where I got introduced to Light Bears. Uh, and kind of the background history of that: um, when I transferred uh, from um, Walmart Community College, I had a heart for discipleship. Um, by the grace of God, I had been discipled, and I knew the importance of it. Um, so coming into Starkville is something that I wanted to get plugged in with, whether it was a program or just meeting with people, discipling them. Um, and it actually came about through class. So um, sitting in one of my nutrition classes one day, there was a light bearer student. Uh, she would come, and oftentimes she would work on Bible studies or things uh, that her mentor had her do. And I thought that was great. One, just to see someone, you know, actually reading their Bible or, you know, doing that type of work in class. Uh, it excited me. So I would go over and talk to her. Um, and it happened a few times. But she uh, told me that what she was doing was involved with light bears. And she told me more about it, how it is uh, discipleship focused. And uh, she told me that I needed to look into it more. And I did. Um the campus director at that time was recruiting on campus, um, and I went and talked with him, uh, and then it just all got kicked off from there, um, which was last year when I was a student. Um, I actually was a student, and then I was an intern as well. Um, and so I, my experience with Light Bears has been great. Uh, I love it. Uh, as a student, uh, some of the components of it, uh, institute, mentorship, uh, community, and then missions. And I was able to experience all of that through Light Bears. As an intern last year, we were able to take a trip to Morocco, uh, which was just an outstanding experience, uh, just to see how the Lord is working there and to see uh, just some of the strategy and the plans of the missionaries there and to see how Light Bears has funded uh, water projects there. Uh, it was truly a blessing to go. Um, and as far as Institute, uh, my personal opinion, I think Light Bears Institute is some of the best teaching that you can get set outside of seminary, uh, and it's great that local pastors teach it. Um, you know, it's a two-year cycle, so last year I was able to learn some systematic theology 
uh, things like justification, what does that mean, sanctification, uh, reconciliation. Uh, and then this year we're doing the New Testament or Old Testament, New Testament survey. Um, and it's, it's just been great. I, I really enjoy it. Very thankful for it. Um, and probably the biggest component that I've experienced from it is just mentorship of how Light Bears uh, helped me and my wife get plugged into a church in Starkville through a mentor and the what that mentor means to me, how he just brings me in, helps me to see his family, how he um, just lives, you know, raising them up in the Lord. It has been truly beneficial. Um, you mentioned a wife. I have You're married. Give, give us a little family background. What, what's your family right now? My wife is Emily Sanderson. Uh, she works there in Starkville as a speech pathologist for the school district. Uh, she has been involved with Light Bears. She was actually a student uh, in Light Bears last year, uh, so she loves it as well. Um, but yeah, very thankful for her. The Lord bless me with her. Uh, if the two of you compete in something, who's more likely to win? Um, I hate to say it, but in some things, it's probably her. Yeah, I know. Uh, you guys compete, she, and she's a winner. Yeah, she uh, anything that— Which would make you— uh, just a humble, uh, <laughs> humble player that allows her to win out of kindness in my heart. Um, but yeah, it's tough. Um, she is pretty good at playing games, uh, sports as well. Um, so it's, it's, I have to work on my pride when I get beat oftentimes. Um, now you've mentioned you, you grew up in, um, what, I don't know if you said Smithville. Yes, Smithville. You grew up in Smithville. Now you're in Starkville. Which, uh, for those of you who don't know, one of the things I've learned working uh, with light bearers is that you can tell if somebody's from Mississippi because they say the name of that town differently. If you're from outside of Mississippi, you would say Starkville. And if you're from Mississippi, you would say what, Turner? Starkville. Starkville. So Starkville. Um, but you're from Starkville. Uh, tell, you know, tell us a little bit about Starkville. What's the, and maybe at Mississippi State as well, what's the culture of the city? What makes it unique? What, you know, what gives... What gives the people pride? I mean, what 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 defines Starkville and Mississippi State as a university and as a community? Yeah, great question. So, um, a lot of things are unique about Starkville, and I don't think I can do justice on even in talking about all the unique things. But Starkville is a smaller college town compared to others, uh, so it's for the most part kind of a close community. Um, people, Starkville. Um, I mean, it's a land grant university, agriculture, engineering. People. Uh, love that. Uh, there's a lot of research done at the campus, the university. Um, but far as the community, um, people love the sports, football, baseball, basketball. Um, people really uh, come together uh, to cheer on Mississippi State. Uh, and then far as outside of sports, um, there's a, some unique things to do in Starkville. Um, there's a lot of great places to eat. Um, and it's, I mean, it's, Eating is just a great way to build community, uh, and there's a lot of unique places to eat. Um, so, but other than that, outside of the sports and food, um, the research that's done at the university, it's really the people that makes it unique. Uh, just to have, I mean, some people might say it's Mississippi hospitality, but it's truly the people that make it unique. Yeah. And so Light Bears launched their fall of, of 2016. You, you spent some time here at Light Bears Fayetteville as well. What, um, you know, for, for, for those of us who don't know, what's what's different about Light Bears Starkville at this point versus Light Bears Fayetteville? Yeah, so right now, uh, I said the biggest difference is uh, we don't have the apartment complexes compared to Fayetteville. Uh, Mississippi State, um, it's just it, Light Bears is new. Uh, we're at our third year this year. 
uh, and we're still in the growing process. Uh, so we don't have the apartment complex, which is a, a big difference compared to Fayetteville. Uh, but other than that, I mean, so we, where do the students live if they don't have an apartment complex? Yeah. So right now, uh, the students live wherever they choose. Uh, we don't have any living uh, requirements for them at this time. Uh, we might in the future, but right now we don't. They can live anywhere they want. Um, and far as the apartment complex, uh, we don't have, but the other things are for the most part the same. We still have our weekly institute, which is taught by local pastors. We still have the community, which is among the students. Um, and we still uh, have the mission aspect. Uh, like last year, we went to Morocco. Uh, this year, uh, the students or the intern uh, was able to go to the Cross Conference in Louisville, Kentucky, uh, which was focused on missions. And and you mentioned not having an apartment complex yet. I mean, I, you know, I know this. We've talked about this some. Light Bears uh, has been given about 10 acres uh, a couple of miles away from campus. Uh, describe kind of where that land is. I mean, paint, paint a picture for us of kind of what, what we hope is coming over the next couple of years, just in terms of construction and, and kind of how that will play out. Yeah, so um, very thankful to have that land donated. That was truly uh, a gift from the Lord, and we're grateful for it, excited about it. Um, but the land uh, is on North Montgomery Road in Starkville. It's about five minutes from campus. Um, it's a great location um, far as uh, being in a location where you can serve the community. I think it's an outstanding place for that. Um, right now, the 10 acres, uh, it is wooded. It has trees. So in the future, uh, best case scenario, two years, two to three years, we're building. Um, you know, some of that land would have to be cleared. Um, still kind of looking for a, a wooded type uh, layout for the apartments. Uh, but yeah, land would have to be cleared and start building. And uh, it would just be a great place to serve the community there. Um, and as well, it's not far from campus. And that's something we at Libraries is re- are really excited about is um that that right now we feel great about our ability to disciple students well, to pour into them, to do these things that Turner's talking about with institute and mentoring. But eventually, light bearers, we, we want to be a lot more than a than a class that students go to, um, and even the mentor piece. We want to build this discipleship community, and that's what these apartments will allow us to do on the student side, while also producing a lot of revenue that we can use to fund mission projects overseas. And so. We are in the midst of, of raising funds, uh, and eventually on that 10 acres, we're going to build up to about 180 bedrooms to house discipleship students. And so just really excited about the possibility of that down the road. So that's, that's, what, we're in the, um, that's what we're in the process of right now. Turner, you mentioned Institute earlier. Uh, last year, fall of 2017 into spring of 2018, uh, we walked through theology and practice this year. We're in the middle of Old Testament, New Testament. Um, let's talk about Old Testament, New Testament for a moment. Uh, how have you seen that be valuable in your own life or in the lives of, of students as they're walking through it this year? What stood out? Yeah, so uh, the Old Testament, New Testament survey has been very beneficial. Um, and I, when, when, I mean, in a lot of ways, uh, one is because local pastors teach it. I know I keep saying that, but that's huge uh, just to have the community involved uh, and that, you know, the the campus ministry is not run by one person. It's truly the community. Uh, So when the pastors come in and teach an overview of Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Deuteronomy, and so on, uh, it's just great because the teaching is unique. Uh, I mean, we spent a good portion of my life in church, and we we have a lot of teaching, uh, but most of it's in sermon form. 
but far as this uh, Old Testament, New Testament survey, it's more of like a sit-down chalk talk. I mean, they go over the background, the history. Uh, you know, they draw maps for us to see the layout of where where is Judea at? Where is uh, Israel? Where is Jerusalem? Yeah, they sit down and they map out um, just the layout of Old Testament for us. And it's truly great to see the background. And then it's, it's also uh, helpful to see how there's a central theme throughout the Bible. Um, for as light bearers, we have the central theme of God glorifying himself by dwelling among a holy covenant people. Uh, and we see that theme played out from Genesis Revelation, just how God uses, you know, different events all throughout history with his people. Um, and there is a central theme. Why do you think, you know, you differentiate it from sermons a little bit. Um, obviously, we love our churches. We we love great sermons. Why is doing it in this different way? Why has that been valuable to students? It is different, but what's the what's the value of it? Yeah, I mean, it's more of a, it opens up for more feedback uh, for the students to ask questions. And it's more of a learning environment. It's like they're taking a class. So they can ask questions uh, and they're encouraged to ask questions. Uh, and the teachers, for the most part, um, are teaching in such a way that um, questions will be asked. I mean, it's really a dialogue between the pastor, which is teaching, and the students, which are learning. So it's great. It's great. And, uh, and then you mentioned earlier, you know, we pair that with mentoring. And you said that's been valuable because you've kind of, I mean, I'm putting words in your mouth a little bit, but let's put flesh on some of these ideas of, of following Jesus. And I know in your life, you've had different uh, individuals, different men who have poured into you. One you talked about who first taught you discipleship back in Smithville, and then um, another one through Light Bearers. What's the, the Light Bearers piece of that? Um, how do they go about putting flesh on these ideas. I mean, what, what does that time look like? I mean, is it showing up and, you know, I mean, I'm picturing, you know, a uh, karate kid where it's Mr. Miyagi and Daniel and it's, you know, okay, sir, teach me how to, how to catch flies with chopsticks. I mean, what, what, is that what you're doing? Catching yeah, flies with chopsticks? Very similar. There's a lot of <laughs> skills that we learn uh, from our mentors. Uh, but no, I'll, I'll answer your question from two sides. Um, first side, I'm going to answer it as a, as someone that's on staff at Light Bears kind of the process of how uh, we find student mentors. Um, and I mean, it's one of the most valuable components, I would say. Um, but as a staffer, we get a student uh, that's going to be a part of Light Bears that is committed uh, to the weekly requirements. Um, and then we sit and talk with them. We find out if they have a church in the area. Because uh, in a lot of situations, students come to Mississippi State for school and they're not from Starkville. They're from outside of the town or even outside the state. Um, so we work with them uh, to help them find a, a church, something that, uh, you know, we don't force anything on them. We help them uh, choose a church they want, uh, but we help them in that process, connect them with people. Uh, but once they, you know, find the church uh, to get plugged into, uh, we then help them uh, get find a mentor. Uh, and that uh, usually happens. You know, we look at a few things. Uh, one, we try to find the mentor from the same church they're attending. Uh, we try to match them, um, you know, personality-wise, but also we try to find a mentor that is uh, doctrine, doctrinally sound um, and that they uh, believe in the gospel. So we pair them, uh, and then as far as the time of that, uh, we encourage them to meet on a weekly basis or a bi-weekly basis, um, and the structure of that um, is pretty freeing. I mean, we're here willing to help the mentors in whatever capacity that they need help in, 
whether that's material to be taught, uh, whether they have questions, ask us. Uh, we're here to help. But for the most part, we just tell them, you know, invite them into your home. Uh, go do things with them, whether that's hunting, fishing, go into sports games, uh, whatever it is, just do life with them. Um, so it, like you said, it really helps put flesh on uh, discipleship uh, and on our ministry. You know, the mentorship component helps the college students really get plugged into the local body, the local church, uh, which is beneficial to the community, uh, to the student, of course, and even to the mentor. That's aspect that um, I guess is often overlooked. Most of the time a mentor should be think the student is the one that's benefiting, uh, which they are, but uh, as well as the mentor. Um, so. and, the, and the church, too, in that process. Yes. I mean, you even yeah. you, know, you mentioned we have this goal to match students with mentors from their church. Well, you know, if. If, you know, David, the mentor from First Baptist is working with Stephen, the student from First Baptist, that's that's First Baptist doing discipleship and mentorship. And and the hope is that that really blesses the church and and that Stephen, after a year or two years with Light Bears, I mean, he, he's plugged into his church and, and he may not even see it as a Light Bears thing anymore. It's been that's been part of the church. And so in that way, Light Bears can serve as an on-ramp to the local church. So, uh, all right, keep rolling. Of course, great point. Um, so, look at it on, on a different side. Me, as being a student and intern last year and having a mentor, um, just to tell you really how it's been beneficial. Uh, me and Emily, we come here from a little small town, Smithville, uh, not from the Starkville area, and we're looking for a church. Um, and uh, we get connected with Light Bears, and then through Light Bears, uh, they help us find a church. Uh, we ended up going to Redeemer there in Starkville. Um, but our connection with Redeemer really grew uh, roots through our mentorship. Um, Emily had a mentor as a student, uh, my wife, and I had a mentor. Uh, and that just really helped us get connected with the people, to know the people, um, helped us to meet people. Uh, but from there, I mean, my personally speaking, my mentor, uh, it, has been, it has been very beneficial. He has a high view of family. He has a high view of the gospel. Uh, and me and Emily, uh, just as a young couple, uh, that really helps us to learn, just to see how he uh, you know, treats his kids, how he raises his kids, how he teaches his kids, how he loves his wife. Um, I even, you know, go to his, his house in his home office where he works out of and see, I'm able to see how he structures his business. Um, but so it's been very beneficial just to see those uh, life lessons that you don't necessarily learn in church from a sermon or in a class. I mean, it's things that uh, you learn as you go and you see them as an example. Yeah. And so sometimes that uh, may be sitting around reading a passage of scripture, but a lot of times, as you say, it's it's doing life together. And I think that's where our hope is, is that good mentoring is some combination of the two. There is a sitting across the table piece that's a little more teaching-ish and uh, and and scripture discussion. And then there's a, a a do life. Let's let's put flesh on these ideas. And then eventually I think that, you know, it's hey, let's serve together and and um and as part of the church perhaps. And so all of that's something we want to do. So uh, well, Turner, let me get you out of here with this. I mean, what's your, you know, you, you've been a, you've been a student and intern. Uh, you're on staff now, so so you've got great perspective on Light Bears Starkville. What's your hope for Light Bears Starkville? If Jesus is sitting here in the room with us and says, Turner, what 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 do you want me to do? Uh, what do you want me to do for Light Bears Starkville? What's your what's your answer to that question? What's your hope for what Jesus does for Light Bears Starkville? That is a big question, uh, but I would. Just looking forward, our hope is to have the apartment complex, uh, and I know when that is built, uh, Light Bears, as it is already, but it will most definitely be a huge 
benefit to the community, the students on campus, uh, for them to live in a discipleship community among students. I mean, they're, they're being discipled by encouraging one another, doing life on life one another. They're being discipled through the Light Bear staff. They're being discipled through mentorship to the local church body. Um, it would be truly an asset uh, to the community at Startful. Uh, so that's our hope. Just, you know, two years to have the apartment complexes built and we're up and running uh, at full stride. All right. Well, thanks, Turner, for being here. I uh, sure do appreciate having you on staff and, and uh, you were faithful as a student, you're faithful as a staffer and, and thankful for you in that way. And so uh, we are, we're really excited about Light Bear Starkville, uh, third campus we've gotten up and running and, and by God's grace, it continues on. And so uh, have a great rest of your day, wherever you are, daytime, nighttime, afternoon, uh, driving, sitting at home, wherever you are. Uh, and we will we'll be on again soon with some more from the New Testament. You've been listening to the Lightbears Institute podcast, a production of Lightbears Ministries. For more information, visit lightbears.com. Mm-hmm.